Hi you guys. Good day, good day, good day, good day. Um welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host Sandra Anya Hebi. And today I'm going to quickly be adding up um an interview I had with Name Sanctuary and the interview was held on Silverbed Rhythm Night 4.7. Yes, um, Silverbed Rhythm Night 4.7 FM. Yes, so I'm going to quickly be adding up that um, clip to this um, today's podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you learn a thing or two. And do not forget to leave me your ideas, comments, questions, recommendations, whatever it is. Do not forget to leave that for me. Alright, let's dive straight into it. I hope you guys enjoy. It's Rhythm 94.7 Abuja. It's time for the Mind Clinic. And by the way, the Mind Clinic is brought to you by Neem Foundation. Now, when we discuss mental health on the show every Wednesday, a lot of people call in on the program to ask questions. Some others send messages on WhatsApp. We get a lot of commendations saying, oh, this program, I listen all the time. I can't call in. Yes, we have a culture of silence in Nigeria. And some people are really shy and might not be able to ask the questions live on air. I do promise to give you an email that you can send your concerns to at the tail end of the conversation today. My name is Victor Pepo. I've got Chinyerugo Udensi on the program this morning. Good morning. Morning. Morning, Victor. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. You're the first person to ask how I'm doing this week, and that's that's a good one. This week? Yes. <laughs> we need to get better people around you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the show this morning, we have a psychologist, a drug reform advocate and advocate of uh, the Psychofeeble Foundation. A youth-led, non-governmental organization set up to raise awareness for mental health and provide mental health services. She's also a national trainer on the Universal Prevention Curriculum for Substance Abuse developed by the United Nations Office on Drug and Crime. Sandra Anyebi is our guest on the show. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, very well. Glad to have you join us this morning. All right, yeah. so, so it's glad to have like really good resource people and um, that come to add value. <coughs> Excuse me, um, they come to add value to our conversation. So today we, we're talking about living with a mental health challenge. You know, mm-hmm. over and over again, we keep on having that narrative that everybody, every individual has a mental health. Everybody has a mental health. It's part of your existence. It's part of who you are. That's what controls your ability to live within society and to function within society. But then on the other hand, we don't all have a mental health challenge. And that's one thing that we want to keep telling people, that everybody has a mental health, but not a mental health challenge. But now we want to start to talk about the mental health challenges that we, that our mental health can face. Mm. So I guess to you, the first question I want to know is, what, what challenges can an individual's mental health face? Yeah, so um, thank you very much, Um You see, like you mentioned, we all have mental health, right? A lot mm. of people... Um, most times, like there was an event we had some time ago, and one of the questions we asked people 
please put up your hand if you know you have a mental health. And only like three, four questions confidently put their hands up. Others were skeptical from the very sure that they do not have a mental health. Oh. And then I was like, no, we can say if you have a mental health illness or a mental health challenge or a mental health problem. The people need to understand that the fact that we are raising awareness to mental health, talking about mental health and things like that, that does not mean that um, every single person is sick or has an issue with their mental health. Mm. It's just like it's just like a physical health. You can be healthy and then and you can be unhealthy. You can have yeah. issues here and you can be um, very fine tomorrow. So um, yeah, there's that. And then also people tend to think that uh, when it comes to mental health challenges, you have to probably pull up your clothes and be running around the road before you can have a mental health issue or a mental health um, disorder or things like that. Uh, not, that is not exactly what you're saying. Though there are mental health disorders, yes, yeah. And also, people could um, experience just, you know, some sort of like an upsetting balance to your mental state, your mental health. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you are suffering a mental health disorder. Hmm. Right? Just like how, for instance, you could have maybe um, someone, you're not feeling so good. Um, let's say you wake, you wake up in the morning and you're not feeling so good, but you know, like, you don't have malaria or you don't have um, any form of medical condition, but you're just not feeling too well. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean you are completely sick or that you have one cancer or you have something of that nature. So, people, we just need to bring it home. When we hear mental health, I need people to think, oh, okay, it's not, it's not that it's one bad disease or one bad illness like that. Yes, it's, it's a terrible, it's a terrible something, but then again, we need to be able to understand that this is something that can happen at any point in time to anybody of any age. And with that, it will help us um, sort of like normalize, normalize it and people will become more familiar with it. So you could have a decline in your mental health and that doesn't necessarily mean that your mental health is, um, is, is terrible or it's completely um, um, bad at that point in time. And then we have, yeah, a lot of people know the typical mental health challenges, typical mental health disorders like um, anxiety, mood disorders, um, substance disorders, eating disorders, and all the rest. Those are, those are the classified and diagnosed mental health disorders. But then again, someone's mental health can um, literally suffer probably because you've been stressed a lot uh, lately or mm-hmm. you've just experienced um, something that, that is um, taking a toll on you or something of that nature. But that does not mean that you have a typical mental health disorder. So it is yeah. okay for your mental health, it's okay to experience a decline. But like we always say, the best thing, the best thing is always to prevent um, having um, a full, like, so just like our physical bodies can experience challenges, our mental health can experience challenges. And the, uh, you know, and the conversation that we're having, or what you said is that we, the fact that you might experience a challenge and like some form of stress or pressure may be put on your mental health, um, we, we all know within ourselves when we feel like something is off. 
um, we, we know when things are not right and that's the point where we should actually seek to um, remedy it before it goes into a full-blown um, the diagnosis or diagnosable disorder um, and I, I think that's, that's something that we need to take home that you know a lot of the times whenever our clients come it's when things are almost you know, at the yeah. tail end of an exploded problem, you know, mm-hmm. and you wish that the moment they notice something, they would just like, uh, even if you just ask a question, is this what's going on? You know, it will help you and it will help the person take take back control of the mental health so that it doesn't deteriorate. And I think that that's, that's a great one. You know, in the conversation that you have, you mentioned um, some mental health challenges that people can face, maybe a mental health disorder that people can be diagnosed with. And I wanted to ask, you know, from your practice of working with people, what are, what are the common mental health challenges that we find that Nigerians experience? What are those common ones that we see? So, um, yeah, the typical Nigerian, right, the, the most common um, mental health disorder is that... Um, um, most Nigerians get diagnosed with is depression and anxiety. That is like yeah. it's like at the top of the list. Um, yeah. it's, it's just there, like depression, anxiety, every single thing. Like a lot of people, you see a lot of people being diagnosed with um, um, much more with anxiety, much more disease. Yeah. Of this, um, pandemic, a lot of people oh. have lived uh, more sort of anxiety or the other. So um, depression anxiety is, is really at the top of the list among all the other um, 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 challenges. Depression anxiety is at the top of the list. Yeah. And mm-hmm. could there be, um, are there other ones um, that maybe that are not really on top of the list that most people are diagnosed with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Um, we have um, PTSD. Okay. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. said something that was quite interesting. Um in this pandemic, during this pandemic there's um there's an increase in O C D. Um mm-hmm. I, I think you know, it's an obsessive compulsive disorder and I and I think wow, that's quite that was for me that was quite uh, quite interesting because you understand that they, they, with the pandemic the the rules you have to do certain days, you know, the rituals that you have to do to ensure that you are um that you don't contact the virus and then people can now decide to begin to obsess over it and just keep on repeating that behavior as a thought and it, it's very easy for us to have that, you know, have the symptoms of OCD as a result of the pandemic and that's something that we do, we're not very conscious of, but I'm, I'm glad you talked about it and I'm glad that you mentioned it. So I, want, I wanted to find out, how long can an individual with a mental health challenge live? Like, how long can they live with the mental health challenges? You know, yeah, that's the first question before I get to the next one. Okay. Uh, so I have also had a lot of people who ask um, these questions. And people are like, oh, so um, if you have probably been diagnosed with one um, disorder or the other, and um, how long do I have to be prepared before? How long do I have to be yeah. How long do yeah. how long will this disappear? How long will I'm cured and things like that? As much as there are treatments available for some mental health disorders, 
Um, unfortunately, some cannot be healed per se, but then there are also effective treatments that can help manage those disorders. Some mental health issues um, last a lifetime, unfortunately. Some last a lifetime. Oh. Some could, for instance, um, there are not people who so like I mentioned, it's of um, uh, issues we have in Nigeria, like um, anxiety and uh, anxiety and depression, but particularly anxiety. Some people get, a lot of people get better. A lot of people um, overcome their anxiety. But then again, there are also some issues that some people cannot just get over just like that. Some of them yeah. others do not have a cure. But um, thankfully, they can be managed. Therapy, yeah. medication, just see if um, seek professional help, and you and um, you'll be able to get the right um, solution or treatment plan for you. So that's yeah. one thing people need to understand. Especially people going into therapy, we need to we need to get that up our head that okay, once I go to therapy and come out after my first session, everything will be fine. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a process. It's a gradual process. And I keep telling people, even general mental health is a process. It's not. It's not a destination. You need to understand that it's not a destination. It's not something you feel like, oh yes, I have a perfect mental health now. So yeah, I'm good for life. No, it's a process. Mm-hmm. That's what keep protecting your mental space. Because at any point in time. We could experience um, some sort of trigger that would um, bring up or cause you to experience mental health challenges. So yeah. how long, like I mentioned, there are treatment plans that could help uh, people manage and cope and live better. I've asked some people who, who have been diagnosed with um, what some people would say is probably the worst of all mental health issues. But yet again, they are living, sorry, they are living their life um, fully because they have found a treatment plan that works for them and have continued um, to um, grow in that line and get everything yeah. and becoming better. So that's one thing yeah. to keep It's a process. It's not a yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. It's a process, and I think one of the most important things is once you get that process and you find what works for you, um, yes. You can actually live a fulfilled life. You can live quite a productive life uh, because yes. most people they begin to worry. Oh, I'm taking this medication. It's affected me this way. It means that you know I can't be the person I used to be, or I can't do the things I used to be. Um, with the part of your treatment sometimes comes with a change in your lifestyle. It's an adjustment that you have to make. Um, uh, you know, you you do have to make those adjustments to accommodate the new lifestyle that you that you have. That is part of your treatment um, because mm-hmm. sometimes clients make that you know, make up, um, have that problem of you want to be on the treatment but you want to keep doing the old things that you have been doing that are affecting your mental health, you know. You can't keep going back to that place that affects you. You have to embrace um, the change and the new, you know, the new treatment or the new plan forward for your life so that you're able to live a healthier life. And, you know, the truth is people can live you know, with their mental health challenge and live a good life, you know. Mm-hmm. You can live a good life, you can live a, a very productive life, um, you know, with the right care, with the right support. Um, it's not a death sentence. The, the, the fact that you have an anxiety disorder or the fact that you may have schizophrenia or you may have anything, it's not a death sentence. Like every other health challenge, with the right treatment, with the right care, with the right support, you can live a good life. And I think that's one thing that we need to take home, you know, mm-hmm. we need to take home from the conversation that we're having, even with a mental health challenge. Mm-hmm. Victor? 
Alright, we'll take a break When we come back We'll get to some of the listeners At this time to read their uh, comments As well as questions on uh, WhatsApp You can send us messages On WhatsApp 0817 You can also call us live on air To ask questions 0817 It's the Mind Clinic On Rhythm 94.7 Abuja. The Mind Clinic is brought to you by Neem Foundation. If you want to know why you they feel the way we they feel inside your mind, inside your brain, and generally why things stay the way we they around you, Mind Clinic in the radio program we will teach you how to deal with all different types of stress and other things we person they go through on Top Mind Clinic. If we talk about mind matter, we consign you directly. All the one we know even consign you directly. So no forget to listen to Redeem 94.7 Abuja every Wednesday by 8 a.m. on Top Mind Clinic. Right, it's Rhythm 94.7 Abuja. I did mention at the start of the program, we'll give you opportunity to call us up or you can send a message to the Neem Sanctuary if you need counseling. Our clinical psychologist, luckily, is on the show this morning, Chinyaru Goldensi. My name is Victor Peppel and we have uh, Sandra also on the show. Uh, this morning, we're giving you an opportunity to call us up to ask questions in regards to uh, mental health. All right, you want to ask questions around mental health, you have the opportunity to do so live on air. If you are shy, you can't talk about it on air. It's not a problem. We'll give you numbers to call at uh, the end of the program. But for now, send us messages 0817 You can plead anonymous. I would not mention your name on air. But let's take a message from Martins. Martins is in Dawaki. Martins sent a message to us and he's asking, what are uh, signs of mental illnesses? He goes on to ask, can mental illness go away? Hmm. Um, is that for me? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, the thing we just, um, I think um, we also answered that the last part of the question, can mental illnesses go away? I think we already sort of covered that when we mentioned um, how long can individual experience um, a mental health issue. So can a mental health illness go away? As I mentioned, if you're just having um, some, some form of challenge whatsoever with your mental health, with appropriate help, with the right and uh, with the right professional help, yes, you can. Um, your therapist or your psychologist or whoever um, you need would be able to provide solutions and treatment plans treatment plans for you. But um, for some mental health disorders, there are some mental health disorders that do not just go away, right? There are some mental health disorders that need to be diagnosed and properly treated. Some uh, mental health issues, like you mentioned, will last a lifetime, but with proper treatment, you can it can be managed and put down, and you'll be in control, and you'll be able to live your life um, fully and however you want, right? Um, also for the symptoms of like a mental health issue. So first of all, I always tell people if you feel because 
The truth is, most of the time, we already know if something is wrong inside of us. We know. You feel it. You know something is not right. Right? So, most of the time, when you feel like this, the best thing is just to speak up. Therapy is not just for development and health issues. People go to therapy for, you know, probably just to talk up their emotions, just to um, gain clarity in some area of their life. There are so many reasons why you could go to therapy. So it's not just because you have even diagnosed one mental health problem. So some of the symptoms um, that you need to keep out, uh, keep an eye on, um, changes in mood, um, changes in the way you perceive things, um, your obsession, you could develop, you notice that you develop some form of like new obsessions, and especially unhealthy um, obsession. You know, you develop this unhealthy coping mechanism. Um, yeah. you, also, you also need to keep an eye out for, you know, fear and anxiety. So these are like things that you can just keep an eye on to help identify and also keep your mental health in check. But these are not typical symptoms for like, um, different mental health disorders. These are just for you to, you know, um, have like a general knowledge of when your mental health is beginning to decline or something of that nature. Because yeah. different mental health issues have the different symptoms. So the person is, uh, if you notice that you're experiencing these things I mentioned, with a change in mood, um, obsessions, fear, and anxiety, the best thing is to always seek help. Um, like you mentioned in Abuja, um, main foundation is bringing this program, so you can always reach out to them and speak to somebody. It doesn't hurt to speak to somebody. It doesn't make you weak. If anything, it makes you stronger because. Yeah. Even makes me more self-aware because it takes a self-aware person to know that there's something wrong with them, um, with their mental health. So yeah. All right. Thank you very much for that. I, I really appreciate that answer. But let's move on real quickly because we have another question here. And there's no name attached to this and it's asking, how do I know if I'm bipolar? Hmm. Okay. So, um, bipolar, um, is always usually, um, characterized by, you know, um, it's more like, uh, um, depression and mania. So that's like, um, experiencing extreme high mood, you understand? And also experiencing low mood, you know, it's not like just depression. It's like a combination of both of them. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, it's, if you obviously some of the symptoms um could be mood are uh, mood swings. Yes. Um you could have elevated mood, you could be happy at one point or the other and almost immediately, you know, there's like a switch and you know, you're sad, you're angry, there's a lot of anxiety, um you you notice that in some individuals begin to take way much more um, um, taking much risk, risk that are not exactly healthy. And then there's like, um, crying spells, um, aggression. You know, there are a lot of these things. But the most important thing is, you know, this, this switch and mood, in mood, like the mood swings, they become really, um, they become really difficult for you to perform your day-to-day activities. These things are beginning to hinder your day-to-day activities. Difficult to sleeping or excessive sleep, um, sleepiness, you know, things like that. So I always advise people, these, you cannot just diagnose yourself. You can't, you can't just, yeah. read up. And the one, it is okay to, um, 
you know, study some of these things, you know, um, want to know what's wrong with you. But mm-hmm. most of the time, I keep telling people, clear as much as possible to not go through your symptoms. If I experience some issues, not just for mental health issues, even medical issues, clear as much as possible to not go through your symptoms. Because Google is going to give you a heart attack. That is the truth. Google is going to give you a heart attack. So in things like this, you can always reach out to people, um, reach out to organizations, reach out to psychologists, reach out to therapists. And just, you know, take, um, talk to them and they would help you and finally be able to diagnose you if you're experiencing a mental health disorder. So how do you know if you're bipolar? I just mentioned some of the symptoms and if you, if you think you're experiencing some of the symptoms, the best thing is reach out. Main Central UK. For instance, also my organization, Southern Foundation, we offer, um, free virtual counseling. You can always reach out. There are lots of organizations out there. There are lots of people out there doing a lot of work in the mental health that can actually help you understand and identify what the problem is. All right. Now, we've seen, still staying on this very question, we've seen many times people uh, are sad and then with no particular reason, there's a mood swing. They get very irritable. They get very angry. You know, this, they, they begin to display some uh, temperamental uh, behaviors. I mean, they, they begin to yell at people, transfer of aggression of some sort. And then you look at it in the in the last moments or you know like few minutes ago this person was excited all of a sudden this person is you know displaying some uh abnormal behavior could that also pass for bipolar i mean there there, there sometimes it just happens you hear someone say i have mood swing i have mood swing the person was happy the next moment is very angry should such a person see a psychologist or a therapist so um yeah, that's actually a very valid question, right? So, um, when it comes to things like this, um, to be diagnosed with some of these disorders, like I mentioned earlier, you have to um, have, obviously, have some of these symptoms and also meet certain criteria. So, for instance, um, most of these things, yeah, it has to be experienced over time, like probably a period of like two weeks or something of that nature. The normal human, the normal human being, we all experience, um, um, bouts of emotions, you want to experience um, these things. It's just like when people tell you, oh, I'm, I feel depressed. Though this is a word that uh, almost everybody, like, they're all talking it around. Uh, I feel depressed, I feel depressed. There's a difference between being depressed and being sad, right? So um, it's just the same way. There's a difference between having just mood swings and being um, experiencing bipolar disorder. So mood swings are not just the only symptoms for bipolar. There are a lot of other symptoms. And these things have to happen over time. It has, that's the thing. It has to happen over time. It's not just, um, okay, so this person is happy one minute today and then um, happy the next. But then how long has this been happening? What is the... Um, um, how, like, yeah, how long has it been happening? Like, and what are the other symptoms that the person like, is experiencing? So it's mm-hmm. all of this, like, I always tell people, look, as much as, um, we try to say, okay, mental health is a serious matter, and it's also not a serious matter for us not to make it look like, um, because people don't take it, um, uh, okay, it's too serious, I'm not going to seek help, or it's not serious enough, I'm not going to seek help. No. So mental health, 
never how easy serious matter, right? So mm. whenever you experience matter like this, like I mentioned earlier, we all know, know if something is wrong, you know it within yourself. So I mean there's no harm in just going for you if but I call I call it special I call it a regular mental health checkup. Alright. Most times we go for a regular physical health checkup. So it's always good to go for a mental health regular checkup also. In, in wrapping up this morning, how can we improve our mental health? Mm, how we can improve our mental health. So um there are a lot of things we can do as individuals to improve our own mental health. Uh, let's talk if you try as much as possible to protect the space, the things you listen to, the things you, uh, you see. These things would help, um, these things would put um, your mental health at different um, levels. And also try as much as possible to be in control of stress, stressors around you. You know, stress is a very, it's a very um, difficult um, things to handle and there are a lot of things sometimes obviously you may not be able to handle some things that come to work but then again um, it's good to always practice like a lot of people practice self-care Sundays self-care Saturdays self-care this self-care that so it's always good to have a routine or something that works for you know when to take a break it is okay to take a break. It's not all the time you're always working, 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 or always stressed about one thing or the other. Learn to take a break. Breathe. Um, find something, let's say a hobby that you know it's not going to be too much work for you. Just a hobby. If it's movies you like, watch movies. So be careful of the kind of movies you watch. Um, be careful of the kind of things that are around you. And most importantly, try to build a support system. People that would be there for you, people that you know, they know you and they will be, you know, they will be available for you whenever you call them. Supportive people, people that can show you support at all points in time. Supportive things are very, very important for every single person. All right. Yeah. We must thank you very much, Chiere. Yes. Uh, in, in wrapping up. Um, I think our guest speaker has said everything. You know, the takeaway is that um, even if you have a mental health challenge, that there is support out there. There is um, there is some place that you can go to to receive the right support and the right care. Um, and the moment you feel that something is not right, it's important that you seek help. Um, let's keep away from trying to self-diagnose because in reality, we all we can all present with certain symptoms of different things. Um, so the moment you begin to find that there is something that you're not that you're not even sure about, um, you know, ask questions, ask the right professional the questions so that you can gain some form of clarity, and that if there's something to pursue more, then you can now pursue it. But it's very important to just seek help, ask questions, ask the right questions to the right people. Um, and you know, there there is support there. You can live quite a long life and a fulfilled life. Even if you have a mental health challenge, and it's not a death sentence, it's really not, and it can be managed properly. How can we reach Neem Sanctuary? So you can reach us um, via phone. I'm going to drop the phone number. The number that you can call us on is 0706-062-5054. I'm going to repeat the number again, 706 and I need to re- I need to say this that this number is for psychological support and psychological care. We do not offer any other form of support outside of mental health support. So please, um, if you are reaching out, or just bear this in mind. You can also send us an email 
sanctuary at memefoundation.org.ng um, sanctuary s-a-n-c-t-u-a-r-y at memefoundation n-e-e-m f-o-u-n d-a-t-i-o-n dot o-r-g dot n-g so you can reach us and you can also reach us on social media on social media we are mean sanctuary and um, so these are the platforms which you can reach us send us a dm we can call back and have the conversation with you and take it on from there all right let's first thank our guest sandra Anyebe for being a part of the show thank you very much sandra for uh obliging Thank you, thank you. Thank you. And thank you to uh, Chinyarugo Densi, clinical psychologist at NIM Foundation. Thank you, Michael. My name is Victor Purple. The show comes back again next week, Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Good morning. If you want to know why you feel the way you feel inside your mind, inside your brain, and generally why things stay the way we day around you, Mind Clinic Now the radio program We will teach you How to deal with All different types of stress And other things We person They go through